0: What's up, guys. Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching of the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to judge yourself less on social media. Believe it or not, you are not alone, my friend. If you have had trouble existing on Instagram, especially if you're a personal brand, it's a lot easier if you're running an e-commerce company where Uh, Your profile picture is your logo, and you just are never on camera. But that's also really hard to do nowadays with how much Reels has taken over. To be a completely faceless brand, almost all of us now have to exist on camera, and that just comes with new judgments for ourselves. And in order to improve our businesses, especially when we're solopreneurs, who else is going to improve our businesses except for our own critiques of ourselves as we go along, but this also makes it so that we can be unfairly harsh on ourselves and uh, overly critical when we're just a work in progress. We're getting better at content, and we didn't really offend anyone with our last post, even though you might have been thinking about it later, or maybe you got a negative comment and it just ruined your day, or the fear of getting a negative comment, which is a lot more common Maybe that's really getting in your in your head and um, and ruining your day in a way. It's making you work a lot less. It's making you post a lot less ambitiously. And let me tell you, this is something that I have uh, struggled with over the years and uh, have gotten better and better at. Uh, my first company online was behind a logo. I was at an e-commerce company. And I never had to go on camera for anything that we did. I think I posted my own face on our story like less than three times over like the two and a half years that I was actively running that. And even that being my first social media experience online, where I actually had a good size audience, it ended uh, around like forty nine k followers. Is about uh, where we were at before I decided to switch companies and you know divert my focus to something else. Uh, it it was nerve wracking, right? Like, and that was the time that story posts would actually like you could post a story and get quite a bit of impressions and i think we would get sometimes like five to ten thousand people on the story and uh the other thing that kind of threw me off in that market was this was an e-commerce market that I didn't know that much about like uh, a lot of drop shippers around you know five years ago especially would just sell products that they really didn't understand and weren't customers for themselves Uh, but uh, you know saw the profit margin in it and it did make it difficult to run a social media account long term and actually sound like you knew what you were doing so I've went through judgments there. And then once I got on the podcast, that was only audio at the beginning. So not as much to judge yourself on, then you start getting on camera, and you start getting followers, your first negative comments come in, all these things just add up to wasting a lot of time in the day. And if you really think about the you know if you if you had to look at your productivity on a calendar if there's one thing that could really just instantly increase the results your business is getting is diverting time just essentially wasted on doing nothing to action And a lot of that time, if you are working from home, if you're a solopreneur, so it's just you there, you can just think all day about your business and what you're doing wrong and what you need to change or how you're last posted. It's very easy to get in your head if you don't have someone managing you and you're at home, right? And it's like everything added up can just make it very easy to get lost in thought and And if you look at your screen time, right on your phone, the getting lost in thought is usually reflected by going back onto social media and scrolling there for a long time because you're like, I don't know what to do. I'm gonna go on here because I gotta check out some new trending audios, and uh, and now it's been two hours. So it happens to all of us, including myself, and it's something I'm working on, uh, but that's the beauty of this podcast is I get to share with you what's been working for me along the way and thus um, make it easier for me to understand for myself. They say the best way uh, to learn is to teach. So I also, uh, just just to be totally transparent with you, uh, I'm only so many steps ahead of you, right? I'm still on this entrepreneur journey, and some of you who are brand new, yeah, I'm a lot of steps ahead, uh, but I think it's still good to acknowledge that uh, some of these things that I teach, you know, if I'm doing like a hashtags episode, yeah, I well know it, I'm a master of it. If I'm doing something like this, this is something that I'm more intermediate at. This is something that is still a work in progress for me, but I'm going to let you know, uh, you know, just a so ways to spend way less time being in your head and and some useful thoughts for me on this. So we're breaking it down into four different parts the first one is you, uh, people, <laughs> sorry, I need to uh, find a, a good way to say this in, in short, but it, it's comparing yourself while t- to other creators while you're also trying to be unique. It's obvious to everyone that in order to establish yourself as an account that has like a unique value offering, like we talked about in the uh, recent Episode about how to enhance your Instagram bio. We talk about how you need to have a unique value offering um, and a reason why they should follow your account over someone else's. If you have a podcast, why is your podcast different? And because of this, this means that you'll never be able to prove your success based off of what someone else is doing. Uh, To give you an example, when I started my podcast and I really had no idea how I wanted to get my delivery down. Cause I have a a lot of different types of delivery, honestly. Like I have a very uppity delivery. Uh, Like I'm trying to sell you something. I have one that's a little bit more calm and uh, yeah, I I think it just depends on my mood. Maybe you guys don't even notice it. I'm just really critical of myself, right? Like we're talking about here And, and, and it makes me really consider like, okay, well, what is Joe Rogan doing? Well, what is this podcaster doing? And That is good to consider, but it also doesn't mean that how I'm doing it is wrong. Because if I am truly being unique, then I wouldn't sound like anyone else. So the thought that I'm telling you to think of here is... If you're judging yourself because, well, I don't sound like this person. Well, I'm not doing it like this person. My website looks different. That's not how they do their offer. It goes to everything, like your your offer packaging especially. If you're like, well, how, do, how are they selling their course? Okay, I'll sell it the same way. That's not always the best idea. If you're being unique, then you won't be like someone else. If you're not being like someone else, then you won't be able to prove what you're doing is right just because you can say oh well look it's the same way as someone else so this is it's just like to logically disprove these thoughts that you would have against yourself of oh well this is how this other person does it so maybe i'm doing it wrong hey bar and girl fans it's jim with madhouse bar talk where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. You should always consider, am I doing this in a unique way that uh, solves a, a problem, that hasn't been solved before, that it's just a really unique way to sell it that people haven't heard before because doing these marketing tests um, or content tests where you are doing something unique is ultimately going to be what grows your account exponentially fast. You would have to be doing something very unique that no other account is doing that People just tell their friends about it. Like you're gonna have to be doing something unique to get like viral growth. And it's not like you have to do that to still run a successful business. But if you're looking for like, how would I potentially grow 100,000 Instagram followers in the next six months? It would be doing something very unique that just catches on and uh, such, no one else would be doing it. So don't worry about if you're doing things that are different than others because that could be you just being on the right track. Second thing we're going to be talking about is don't just be yourself, own yourself. And I'm give, going to give an example uh, for dating. Uh, I think a, a lot everyone knows like the most famous dating advice is be yourself, right? So let's say you go on a date and you be yourself, and you message this person a week later to see if they want to see you again, and they ghost you. You have two options here. You were you were yourself on that date, right? So. Now you can take this failure as question yourself or own yourself and not take it personally. So I think be yourself is something that a lot of people are actually really good at. Like this isn't the problem. You go out with your friends and you be yourself. If you're like the crazy quirky person, you probably go out and you be yourself. But then what the problem is, is you get home and you question yourself. You're like, oh, my God, was I crazy tonight? Like, I say this a lot, honestly. I'm like, damn, I'm insane. Like, I, uh, like if you catch my last episode where I talk about going to a network meeting with a bunch of people who have traditional careers because I thought it was an entrepreneur meetup. But I was like one of the few there and i was just being really extra and like that's just how i am and there's been plenty of times in my life because i very much value uh con- connections and having friends so i'm very introspective when it comes to uh after i do a social event i might be running back what i said right to see like is this how i want to be and there's a lot of it that you could say like well that person didn't like that joke right does that mean that there's something wrong with you that needs to be taken personally and I'm crazy I'm insane and uh, you know I shouldn't have said that I can't believe that I needed to apologize to that person that's what happens if you don't own yourself and you're keeping your frame is another way I've heard this that I really like if you look up material on like how to own your frame uh, Julian himself, and Owen Cook are the best YouTubers on content like this, by the way. I'll I'll link them below. Hopefully, I can remember to do so. Uh, Julian himself and Owen Cook. If you look them up on YouTube, if you like some of the material that I'm talking about today, these guys are much better at teaching this type of content, so I highly recommend them after you finish this episode, of course. Um, But if you go on a date, you be yourself, and then it doesn't work out after, You need to be in a position to say, "Okay, cool." Like that wasn't my person. That wasn't supposed to work out. It's not for me to take personal, like, to personally attack myself for this. And and, you know, there there is a fine line between getting better, taking your experience from that, and you know, learning and and applying it into the next one. But here's what I'll, I'll say about dating, and this is why I make this example because in business, if you mess up and th- if things don't go well you can actually say yeah i messed up and 100% own that failure if things don't go well in dating it doesn't necessarily mean you messed up right because it could just be the wrong person but if you take it as you messed up then this could be a downward spiral into questioning yourself in all of the wrong ways for the wrong reasons so the the example i like to give is you can say the wrong things to the right person and you'll still get a second date. You can say the right things to the wrong person and you probably won't get a second date or maybe a second, but maybe not a third or a fourth. It's harder to keep that up. If it's the wrong person, then if you're saying the right things, that means that you're not being yourself. You're just like playing into their frame and just trying to make it work. So uh, th- there is just something to say like that's the biggest difference between uh, work and relationships and it almost this single difference makes it so you can't even compare them because i i think uh, i think like there's a lot of lessons that you can learn in business that are useful to apply to dating but the main one is you can't take 100 percent responsibility for everything that goes wrong because sometimes it's just the wrong fit and if you take responsibility for that then you're going to judge yourself for unfair reasons um, so th- it's the same with uh, your content online though if you post something. And you were so into that post, like all of us have done this where where you thought this post is going to go viral or even if it doesn't, I think this is so funny of me to do this or like, this is really useful. If people read this, like this is really useful stuff, but maybe you didn't present it in a way that made it viral content. And because of that, the post kind of flopped. If you come back and say, dang, I guess I suck, (laughs) then this isn't helpful. But if you say, okay, for whatever reason, sometimes a post just flops. And this is important to note. Sometimes you can do everything right and a post will still flop. So think about that in terms of not letting bad posts hurt your confidence. However, also consider there's always something that you could probably do better. Um, but, But I've also seen... Some creators, I, I saw this recently, like that, uh, this this influencer actually left both of her posts up. Uh, a lot of people do this where they post the same thing twice, maybe like a day uh, apart with like slightly different hashtags or something and just to see how they perform different. But this is an influencer that I saw that is like a really big influencer. And she posted two of the exact same videos. And now they've both been up for like over a month. One of them had like 500,000 views, and the other one had like 23,000. And the first one was the 23,000. The second one was the 500,000. And they were the exact same from what I saw. Maybe if I dug in into all the details, I could find some minor differences, and and I may go back and do so. Uh, But for whatever reason, it was the same post. And the content matters most way above the hashtags posting time, okay? They're they're almost insignificant at this point. The content really does matter most. So the fact that she was able to get this one to go so much more viral just shows that sometimes it's not your fault. (laughs) Uh, So remember that. When you're coming back and judging yourself for a post that flopped, if you're like, I really like this one though, then try to post it again. And that's why I was thinking of doing a, A chain on my Instagram. I think you can do this in regular posts now, which would be the best way to do it. But a chain for us creators where it just says, post your most underrated post. Like what post did you really think should have gotten more likes, but for whatever reason, it just flopped because I go back on my own Instagram feed sometimes for a couple years back when I didn't know how to do graphic design nearly as well. And I'm like, dang, that was a good point. Like, this is a good caption. Like, this needs to be shared and only 37 likes. Like, this is a very underrated post. And you all have those too. So don't just be yourself. Own yourself. Just if it didn't work, if it didn't get the result that you were going for um, in dating, with your content, no matter what, it doesn't mean you did it wrong. It means that you did it right. And that just sometimes uh, it flops for no reason. All right. So don't uh, judge yourself just because of bad results. Third one, has anyone actually said the judgments that you think they're going to say or do these judgments just live in your head? So this is a very common thing. I work with a ton of different businesses in a consulting fashion. So I do personal calls with every one of my clients. And for that reason, I get to know them well. And uh, I hear things that they'll say about well, I think people would be annoyed if I did this or they're going to question my credibility if I don't have this certification. Lots of different things. I don't have like specific examples, but I will give a more broad example is that a lot of them relate to people being worried that they're going to overmarket to people, uh, but it could be so many different things. So so real quick, before I go into that example, I just want to say, think of any judgment that you're scared of getting right now, that you're like, oh man, I I just feel like this is the the biggest problem people are going to have with me as a content creator. They're going to judge me for this. They're going to think, why are they even qualified to do this? Whatever that thought is, ask yourself, has anyone ever said that or just me in my own head? And if it's you in your own head, can you see how you can logically disprove that that thought may not exist outside of your own head so maybe you just dismiss having that thought until that hater arises and you'll be surprised to see that even if that hater does arise that they worded it in a completely illogical way not the logical way that you knew how to dismantle yourself no one else knows of your weaknesses better than you so these negative comments that you're coming up with in your head are made up by essentially an evil genius against you. This, uh, for someone else to come up with some of these comments that you're coming up with in your head, they would have to know you inside and out. They would have to follow your life and they'd have to know all of your thoughts and your fears so you have to know that a lot of times these negative comments that we make up in our head no one could even possibly make them because they don't know nearly as much about you and they don't know where your press points are and what our mind does is when we're trying to think of these very specific haters that would just totally ruin your day we're almost trying to just dopamine stimulate ourselves this is kind of a theory Uh, I, i think it's True, Uh, but I will say I don't have like a scientific study to, to reference right now, but it's creating dopamine in your brain, and that's what being on social media too much does to you is it makes you crave dopamine, and sometimes your mind gives it to yourself by creating crazy scenarios or like I need to listen to a murder mystery podcast or whatever, and you just have to create some dopamine stimulation going on because that's just kind of what our brains are used to. So just kind of know that it might also – that might be at the source of it is that in order to stop judging yourself overall, you might need to just take active measure measures to – uh, wean back on social media overall so uh, like setting time limits we all know about this but it also is only so effective because you just get into a habit of just like <laughs> extend for 15 more minutes, over and over, or for all day, like, I, I, those timers don't really work on me anymore, so deleting the app is really the only thing that works for me to wean back on social media, but just know that that might be at the source of what's stimulating you to have all of these thoughts about what people might be thinking of you, so that was the point there, all right, just to, to wrap that one up, Is this the thought that has only lived in your head, or has someone actually said that? There's a logical way to disprove having this thought at all, and then I think you'll know you'll uh, be a lot, you'll feel a lot better if this negative comment actually ever comes up because it will be made by someone with no profile picture, uh, no actual name, they have no content on their page, and uh, they worded it completely wrong. Uh, or, or their their point wasn't valid for some reason. They just said something that just completely unvalidated their point. So I think haters are like the monster in scary movies is that they're usually a lot scarier until that you actually see them. But then once you see them, you're like, oh, that's like you you know exactly how to comment back. <laughs> or you're like, I don't even need to comment back. Like that just made no sense. And I already have people in the comments defending me. So the negative comments, uh, you'll be actually glad to get them when you you do. I know it's weird to say, but they, they make a lot less sense than the ones in your head. The fourth point. Does someone's opinion of your business change how much money it's made? No, it does not. And this point can only really benefit you if you do have some results in your business. If you don't have a ton of results, then it's harder to fall back on this, right? Because if you got a hater and then you're just getting started and you haven't sold anything yet, those are when they're going to hurt you the most. And I remember the first person who one-starred my podcast that it actually did affect me. And now I'm well beyond being affected by that. And it's not even something I get notified for. And no one's ever written a one-star review. They've just press the one-star button on Apple or Spotify, and uh, but they've never written, like, this guy sucks, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of wish they did, right? So I could even see, like, what is the criticism? So if you are hating this episode, make sure you one-star this podcast right now and specifically tell me why so I can uh, not be bugged by it (laughs) Uh, and uh, be less bugged by it as if it was just the haters existing in my head because I know... How someone could uh, really affect me, like with with their words, right? Which goes to my last point of the haters in your head are always going to be a lot, uh, say way worse things than the ones who are in real life. Um, But the fourth one, you know, does someone's opinion change your uh, how much money your business has made? If your business does well, is when you can really foolproof your mind so always fall back on like if you're looking for a permanent solution if you're really looking to stop judging yourself like uh, to a significant degree less or just completely it's only going to happen when you have results uh, to to back it up because otherwise it just is you'll always be naturally out of your frame a little bit if you are if your business hasn't proven itself yet uh, especially if you've been coasting along for a long time if you're newer uh, then you know that you're like, well, I'm new. so I, I wouldn't expect to be great yet. but it's also pretty rare you get haters when you're new because you don't really have that many followers yet or you know much exposure and views to your content. Uh, so so yeah, just know that if you really want to fight this, fight it out to solution, go out there, work on your business really hard. If you turn the amount of time that you spend per week judging yourself and what you're doing into action, just knocking out your to-do list, how many hours would you convert into action? And thus, if you converted those hours into action, how many more results would you get? And would those results naturally get rid of these thoughts? Yes, they would. They just attack it right at the source and uh, they invalidate what people are saying to you and they also make it so you can own your own words a lot better because you know what you've done. It's easier to carry yourself with more confidence. I think people with money, something I've heard them say a lot is that when they talk to other people, they can tell if they're broke or not. There's just something about it in their voice and just overall confidence. There's just a lingering problem in the back of your mind. If money is a problem you have, it's usually the only problem you have. Uh, It just becomes the forefront of everything that's going wrong and and that is the biggest stressor, is uh, not having your money right. So know that uh you can do it. It's cliché, but you can do it. Maybe this business isn't the one that's going to work for you just like my first e-commerce business wasn't. But I needed to run that first e-commerce business in order to start this podcast. So if I never did that, I would have never done this. So even the failures aren't even really failures no matter what you're doing right now. The faster you take action on it, the faster you can find out if it's something you need to double down on or get out of. So no matter what, it's going to be a win for you. Taking more action is always the solution and where that time comes from is often taking it away from judging ourselves so if this episode resonated with you be sure to let me know at social bamboo underscore on instagram appreciate you all talk to you very soon